What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. And how is everybody today? You know, it's Monday here as we're doing this live show. And I had a wonderful weekend. I just want to shout out to my hometown, Chicago, Illinois, and all of the surrounding areas because people think the Midwest is boring. But I'll tell you what, it's anything but boring, especially if you live around Chicago or another one of the great cities in the Midwest. And and this weekend, I had the, the pleasure of, of going out with a dear friend, uh, downtown Chicago to see 354 sailboats launch on the race to Mackinac Island and at our lovely and beautiful Navy Pier and it couldn't have been more relaxing and more colorful and more enjoyable and a nice drive through downtown Chicago that magnificent mile is gorgeous and then the next day I took a a nice um, ride in a convertible to sort of leisurely stroll down our U.S. history on Route 66, and that was fun. When you think about the people who have driven on those roads to get to their destinations before the average, well, before we were really flying, really, as commercially flying, and uh, the average person could enjoy flying, Boy, just to see some of the old cafes that are still in business. We saw an old-fashioned Texaco station with the original pumps still in place and in good shape, too. I mean, just so much fun. So I hope that, you know, I bring this up because I just want to say I practice what I preach, and I hope you do, too. I think that while we can't always have life balance because there are times, like, You know, the last few weeks I've been putting together programs and working on some entrepreneurial ventures and doing all sorts of fun stuff. So I have to confess, I've been working practically 24-7, and I took this weekend off just to break that pattern. Uh, But So we can't always have life balance, but we can achieve balance within our lives, and that is critical. Make sure you're doing that, folks, and and get out and enjoy the town you live in. Enjoy your environment. Enjoy the gifts and abundance that you do have so that you can come back full and fresh to, to the work that matters to you. Today, we're going to talk about this this is a great lead-in for this because you have to have some emotional intelligence in order to really embrace that. You know, people who have a high IQ but lack an EQ don't necessarily embrace that they can relax and they can enjoy things and, you know, they can be kind of intense sometimes, I guess, is what I'm getting at. So 
we're going to talk about emotional intelligence and how to know for sure if you really have a high EQ score. Now, of course, to do that uh, and to get to get proof of your score is pretty expensive. You know, quality, scientifically valid EQ tests are not free. So this data comes from the million plus people that Talent Smart tested in order to identify the behaviors that are the hallmark of a high EQ. And we're going to discuss those signs. And again, what is EQ? You know, one of the things that is is very interesting is when my clients come to me and they have a difficult time digesting things like different personality profiles and different communication uh, profiles. And they have a difficult time. These are smart, smart, smart people. They have a difficult time understanding why they cannot use one communication style for every single person they encounter and for every single business pitch or business conversation they have. You have to learn to adapt to other people's styles. And I personally think, I'm, I'm not a scientist or a psychiatrist, but I personally think that takes a lot of EQ to really understand and to step into that compassionate place for the other uh, person along with the place of intellect that you're coming from. So people, the, the fact is the people with average IQs outperform those with the highest IQs 70% of the time. So, and, and I'll attest to that. I interview people all the time who will admit, look, I'm not the sharpest knife in the tool in the drawer or whatever that saying is. <laughs> I can screw up these these old uh, sayings like nobody else. But you know, they'll, they'll admit that, but they have high EQs, and so we know that IQ is not the sole source of success. Decades of research now tell us that emotional intelligence is the critical factor that sets star performers apart from the rest of the pack. I'm going to repeat that. Emotional intelligence, EQ, is what makes star performers. Now, they can't be totally stupid. <laughs> they have to have some IQ, right? Okay, but you heard me earlier. Average IQ uh, scores typically beat out the really, really high IQ folks, and that's 70% of the time. So this connection is so strong that 90% of top performers have high emotional intelligence. And again, I don't want to diminish the importance of, of IQ, because it is important, but you don't have to have an, you know, a 180 IQ to be successful. You can be more of an average person who really, really understands that intangible piece that's inside of us all. You know, EQ affects how we manage behavior, how we navigate social complexities, and how we make personal decisions to achieve positive results. It, it dictates how we communicate with others. It dictates all of our communication, including our listening skills. And despite the significance of EQ, this intangible nature of it, right, makes it really difficult to know how much you have and what you can do to improve what you're lacking. Because this is the very exciting part. People who don't score high in EQ, uh, not everyone, 
not everyone, but most people, most of us can really boost it up. Okay, by by learning, by reading, by hiring a life coach or a business coach who has life uh, coaching skills as well, even therapy, whatever, whatever is going to help you. We know now how important it is. So here are a few tips. You know, you want to have a really uh, uh, actually these aren't tips. They're they're signs that you ha- have a high EQ. Okay, so listen up to see if these resonate with you, if if you are a person that that has these qualities within you. And one of the things is that you do have a robust emotional vocabulary. Okay, now what do I mean by that? All people experience emotions, right? Everybody does. Nobody but a uh, sociopath, which is the topic of my ink article today. So go to ink.com slash author slash Marla Tabaka, and you're going to see, I think it's uh, eight signs, maybe it's more than that, that you're working or living with a sociopath. They do not experience uh, emotions, certain emotions. All they experience is the thrill of winning, okay? So most people experience emotions, and it is only a select few who can accurately identify these emotions as they occur. Interesting. Research shows that only 30% of people can do, 36% of people can do this, which is, you know, I, I definitely know I have a very high EQ. I mean, thus a life coach, right? This has been my lifetime calling. Um, and so it is difficult for me to grasp that only 30% of people are in that same ship with me. Um, and it's problematic because unlabeled emotions go misunderstood both by the person who is experiencing them and can't articulate them and others. And they, they lead to like irrational choices and counterproductive actions and a lot of stress and a lot of why am I this way? Why can't I beat this kind of thing? And when I have people come in for EFT tapping sessions, we have to tap into that EQ because the way that we really get to the bottom of what is upsetting the balance in a person's life is by understanding where the imbalance came from and how it feels. And so it's amazing to me how many times I'll ask people, and now I understand knowing that only 30%, 6% of us have high, high EQ, um, how often I'll ask somebody, and how does that feel to you? And they totally go to something external. They can't say, it feels painful or it feels hurtful. I feel like I sabotaged myself or I feel like my my mother was unfair to me and she faked, you know, they can't name pain. They can't name anger. They can't name things that a lot of people have the gift of being able to name. So people with high EQs master their emotions because they understand them. And they use an extensive vocabulary of feelings. While many people might describe themselves as simply feeling bad, emotionally intelligent people can pinpoint whether they feel irritable, frustrated, downtrodden, anxious, words like that. They get into um, more descriptive, so they break it down. So it's like a file folder labeled bad, and then you've got all of these other feelings inside of it. The more specific your word choice, the better it 
insight you have into exactly how you're feeling, what caused it, and what you can do about it so you understand your choices better. And choices is what makes the world go round. Choices, those are the things that that help us to be successful and to help us keep going through times when they're tough. So, you know, watch your vocabulary. See what it looks like. When we come back, we're going to talk about some other qualities that you may or may not possess. And, um, you know, I hope this is fun for you to take a, a good internal look at yourself to we- see where you stand on the, the uh, EQ spectrum. This is Marla Tabaka, and please visit me at my website, marlatabaka.com. I sure do look forward to hearing from you there. We'll be right back. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. This is Uncommon Sense for Leaders, a forum for exploring leadership from the intellect, the heart, and the spirit. Whether you're a leader now or aspire to be a leader in the future, you owe it to yourself to learn about the big ideas that have shaped the careers of compelling communicators, masters of influence, and highly effective leaders. Uncommon Sense for Leaders. Tune in to hear thought-provoking ideas on every aspect of leadership. You can expect dynamic discussions with special guests, quick tips you can apply immediately for better results, and the tools you need to take you from where you are to where you want to be as a leader. Are you ready to crack the code for achieving unprecedented results? Then join the host for Uncommon Sense for Leaders, Catherine Carlisi, every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on the All Business Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, tune in every Monday night during the debut episode of Paranoia Texas at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern. And you will get a chance to win some very cool prizes from McDonald's, Walmart, Geek World, Red Petal Salon, and so much more. All you have to do is listen for the cue, and when you hear this music, call in. That's every Monday night at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, and win those cool prizes. LinkedIn. It's a great tool and a great way to do business in today's social media-driven world. And Carol McManus is the LinkedIn lady with the LinkedIn Lady Show. Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern on allbusinessradionetwork.com. The LinkedIn Lady Show is designed to inform, inspire, and educate businesses. Every social media site has a specific demographic, personality, and purpose. And the LinkedIn Lady will interview a variety of guests, such as business owners who can showcase their business and talk about how they use social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google+, Pinterest, and of course, LinkedIn. For more on Carol and the show, check out her website, LinkedInLady.com. As trends change and new applications become available, the LinkedIn Lady Show will bring that information to you in an easy-to-use, fun, and engaging way. Every Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern, it's the LinkedIn Lady Show with Carol McManus on AllBusinessRadioNetwork.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. 
If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And so, have you mastered your emotions? Are you someone who has a robust emotional vocabulary? We're here talking about uh, emotional intelligence and uh, sort of assessing your EQ. And the wonderful thing, I mean, I wouldn't even talk about this if it were IQ, because, yeah, we can all become smarter, but our IQ is kind of a fixed thing, right? Um, But EQ can be boosted, and, you know, I think, too, again, I'm not a scientist, I'm not a researcher, but, but it feels like EQ, while it's always there, I think we can practice it differently at different times in our life. And, um, you know, what? I, I think that maybe during really bad times in a point in, in life that some people fall out of practicing their EQ skills, of using their EQ skills. And uh, so I think, and I would say this because I'm a life coach and a business coach, I think that it's important for us to continue learning about them and to continue growing them and reading books on how we can continue to boost our our EQ and how we can be caring and compassionate without being caught up in other people's stuff. And because that's something people with high EQ can fall into. We're going to talk more about that. But another point here, after having that robust emotional vocabulary and really being able to define your feelings, to experience them, identify them, and define them, another point is that you're curious about others. And it it doesn't matter if you're introverted or extroverted, okay? So don't use that as an excuse. Emotionally intelligent people are curious about everyone around them. And this curiosity is the product of empathy, which is one of the most significant gateways to a high EQ. You have to be able to empathize with people. The more you care about other people and what they're going through, the more curiosity you're going to have for them. Now, this is where I want to draw some lines because we have that personality type that is um, the relator. And I, I call them affectionately. I mean, this is not a bad thing. I call them the, the little golden retrievers. They're people we can't live without. They care for others. They take care of others. They they get involved when they need to be involved in others' pain. And, and um, But with that, like every personality type, with that comes the downside of taking on other people's pain as if it was their own. And feeling a lack of confidence and feeling like they can't be out there being themselves because they have created an identity that is is basically made up of other people's lives, their children, their husband or wife, um, you know, their friends who are in pain. And they kind of live vicariously through these people. And so they haven't developed their own identity, not always, I'm just saying this is this can be the downside of that particular personality type. So your EQ here is something you want to watch out for. 
am I taking on someone else's pain? How do you know that? Well, if uh, you have a friend who's in trouble and you can't eat or sleep or think about anything else for long, I mean, maybe initially that would be the fact you, you might be someone like this. Now, caring for them, however, you can still do that without taking it on. When it starts to uh, impact your physical and emotional well-being, then you know you're taking it on. Okay, so you can get help with this. You can change this. It's it's difficult to do on your own. It really is, unless you have an extraordinarily high EQ. And um, I have seen people do this on their own, and it takes some work. But people with a high EQ are very curious about people. Now, it's not just in the empathy side of things. I I want to know how people do things. I want to know what their lives look like and, and what they're, where they come from and what's put them on their path and, and what's stopping them from moving forward fully on that path. I love learning that stuff. And of course, as a coach, I love helping with those things. But when I hang up for my sessions, I can still feel empathy for my clients, but I don't lose sleep over it, mostly because I know they're in good hands with their coach, if I may brag a little bit, and they're going to get some help. So you're curious about people, and you embrace change if you have a high EQ. Emotionally intelligent people are flexible and constantly adapted. Adapting. Now, I use constantly. Maybe that isn't the word I should use here. But they adapt well. You don't want to be in an influx of of constant change. But when change comes, when opportunity comes, you are able to adapt well. You know that the fear of change is paralyzing and it's a major threat to your success and your happiness. So you, you don't You don't look at change as something evil that's lurking around the corner, looking over your shoulder, okay? You step back, and and sure, of course, we are all, all, all um, certainly willing and able and allowed to have our fear, okay? So when, when a big change comes, am I saying that you won't feel fear? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But... You can form a plan of action should these changes occur or when they occur. And I have so many examples of that in my life. And as I said earlier, I believe that we pop in and out of our EQ capabilities because I have examples in my life, too, where my EQ wasn't really taking over uh, and, and my fear was taking over. And I think that most of us have that. A lot of us have that. So so please don't feel like this means that you can't feel fear or um, that, you know, you don't have concerns about what's around the corner. Because when something big is happening from my own life, I would say maybe um, the death of my husband, you know, I knew that was going to happen. And, and of course, I was afraid. I was absolutely afraid. But I also knew that better days were coming and that someday I would heal and that I needed to be there for my children and what they were feeling and what they were going through so I could remove myself from the fear and from the anticipation of difficult times ahead and think from a different space. I guess that's the only way I could put it. It's, it's like you're looking down onto your world 
instead of being too overly involved in your world. So plan of action, a plan, and that would include looking at it positively. You know, at the time, it was hard for me to say that something good would come out of this, that there would be changes ahead that would, uh, it's so difficult to put into words. Let me just put it this way. My husband's death and his illness is what eventually led me down my spiritual path, which is eventually what led me into my my chosen vocation of helping people and of being a coach and of being an author. Okay. So while I don't wish that on anyone and I, I, certainly am not in any way happy that I had to lose my husband to find this path. It is the good that came out of it. And I knew deep down inside at the time that some good would come out of it. So I hope that gives you a better description. So the next one is that you know your strengths and weaknesses and you're just very frank about them. Now by that, I don't mean that you necessarily focus on your weaknesses or brag about your strengths. You just know the difference. And this is a really important one in the life of of an entrepreneur. Emotionally intelligent people don't just understand emotions. They know what they're good at and what they're terrible at. They also know who pushes their buttons. Siblings are top on the list. Parents are right up there, too. Sometimes it's the spouse. <laughs> They're the people who are closest to you in most cases. And uh, and you know the environment, both the situations and the people that enable you to succeed. Okay? So having this high EQ means that you know your strengths and you know how to lean into them and use them to your fullest advantage while keeping your weaknesses from holding you back. Now, why is that so important to entrepreneurs? I think you could imagine, okay? I have so many new clients who come to me who insist that they have to do everything in their business because they can't afford help or nobody can do it as well as they can and so on and so on. But they're trying to do things that they are not good at. Okay, and so I believe that we can have a high EQ in one area and maybe lack a little of it in another area. It doesn't necessarily mean that you are perfect in all of these different pieces of life that I'm mentioning and all these different qualities that I'm mentioning. So I am not saying that people who come to me who have built themselves a job instead of a business necessarily are not Uh, people with high EQs. I am not saying that, but I'm saying that they've let their EQ lapse a little bit when it comes to this topic. So know your strengths and weaknesses and learn how to use those strengths and learn how to facilitate the need for whatever it is that your weakness is around by using other skills and resources and and see that again that's moving out of that fear place being able to create that plan being able to think ahead and know that everything is unraveling just as it's intended so that you can really really enjoy the life that you're intended to have so please join me over on uh, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Google+, wherever. You'll find me under my name, Marla Tabaka. And I always love hearing from you. So comments, story ideas, show ideas, just shout out to me, Marla at MarlaTabaka.com. And we'll be back with more tips on EQ right after this break.
unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Homeschooling? Half questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 Central on Toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that she gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Friday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on toginet.com. This is the Toginet Radio Network, broadcasting quality programming to the world. Shh, listen, something is brewing. The beautiful business evolution is coming. The way we do business is about to change for the better, forever. This is real business at its very best. On Beautiful Business Radio, you will learn what it means to truly prosper, how to nourish yourself and your business, how to earn what you deserve and make a difference in the world. The tide is rising. The change is here. Discover a new way to live, love, and partner with yourself and your business on Philippa Rollins Presents Beautiful Business Radio, where you matter and your business thrives every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And I want to take a moment here to invite you to the Summer Business Makeover, summerbusinessmakeover.com. And if you are a micro business owner, solopreneur, then this is a short program just right for you to start getting money in the door now and, you know, increase your client base or your customer base and, and find other sources of, of of revenue and find that low hanging fruit where you can actually get cash flow going and to build a plan for the future so that you're not continually stuck in this loop of lack. And it isn't just for people who are hurting financially. It's for people who want to grow their business. It's a four, uh, well, no, I want to say it's a two-month program, but it, it's it's not that many calls. So I think it's six calls altogether. And two of those calls will be with me personally, one-to-one, to, to work on your business. So there's a lot of great value. Go to summerbusinessmakeover.com, and I hope that you'll be joining me to give your business the boost that it needs and that you deserve. All right, let's talk about high EQ. So someone with high EQ would understand what I just said and be able be 
able to embrace that, hey, my business isn't where I want it to be right now, and there's nothing wrong with a little help if somebody can help me to get there, right? Okay. But you're also a very good judge of character. Much of emotional intelligence comes down to social awareness and the ability to read other people, to know what they're about and understand what they're going through. There's that empathy thing again, right? And over time, this skill makes you an exceptional judge of character. People just aren't a mystery to you, or it's it's very rare that that one person comes through your life and you say, I just don't get that guy's motivation. I don't understand what that person is all about. You know, you usually get it. You usually understand the different things that motivate different people, and you can identify that. So you know what they're all about, and therefore you understand their motivations, and you can really see what lies beneath the surface of people. Now, why is this valuable? Again, empathy is one. Oftentimes, when people strike out in anger, we tend to take it very personally. But I can tell you what, most often, anger is about ourselves and something going on in the inside of us, not um, something that someone did or said to you or didn't do or didn't say whatever. It's about something lacking in ourselves or a situation in ourselves that we're not clear with. So that's an example of understanding people's motivation. Okay. If, if, uh, someone is, is angry and lashing out at you, you can understand that it's really probably not about you, but about that person. So it's just one example. So good judge of character. People with high EQs, because of what I just said, are difficult to offend. Now, if you really know who you are, it's really hard for someone to say or do something that actually just really gets your goat, okay? Because you're self-confident, you're open-minded, you're secure in who you are, shortcomings and all, and it creates a thick skin. And again, you understand that this is more about them and not about you the negative stuff, okay? You may even poke fun at yourself or let other people make jokes about you because you're able to mentally draw the line between humor and degradation. All right, now I'm not saying to go out and be self-degradating because that, you know, in excess is not good. But a little of it is kind of humble and, and, and you don't take yourself seriously in those lines, so it's okay. All right, moving on, because I got so much I want to say, and we're already half through the show, more than half through the show. People with high EQs know when to say no, and I mean by that, that you can say no to yourself, and you can say no to other people. It it means that you know how to exert self-control, especially when it comes to um, actions involving others. Okay, you delay gratification and you avoid impulse action. Uh, now, there was a study, I'm trying to remember where it was from. It was University of California in San Francisco, yeah, that shows the more difficulty that you have saying no, the more likely you are to experience stress, burnout, and depression. Okay, so if you're a person who can't say no, Think about it. Do you get really stressed out? 
Do you get burned out? Do you have depression? Saying no is indeed a major self-control challenge for a lot of people. It's a powerful word, that one little syllable is a powerful word that you can't be afraid of. It's, It's your friend. Is powerful. And when it's time to say no, emotionally intelligent people avoid, avoid phrases like, oh, I don't think I can, or I'm just not so sure, or maybe another time. You know what? That just opens the door to, to extend the misery for everybody. Gives the other party hope and, and, and thought that you'll come around, and then it prolongs it for you. So saying no to a new commitment really just, I don't know, it just kind of honors your, your existing commitments and who you are, and it gives you the opportunity to fulfill the the commitments and to fulfill your dreams and your vision and everything else. So think about that. Can you say no? And I'm not saying to say no every time somebody asks you out for something or somebody, you know, when is appropriate to say no, because you have a high EQ, you know that. (laughs) Okay. People with high EQs let go of mistakes more easily. You can distance, your, distance yourself from your mistakes, right? Because they, you know they are not who you are. You don't necessarily forget them, okay? But you keep your mistakes at a healthy and safe distance. And yet you can refer to them and learn from them. You're able to adapt and adjust for future success. And I'll tell you, entrepreneurs have a lot of what we call failures. That's such a harsh word because really these are learning experiences. So when you can let go of your mistake, it's it's a self-awareness that keeps you from dwelling but allows you to remember and learn. Dwelling too long on your mistakes makes you anxious and gun-shy. You may not want to get out there and do it again. And forgetting about them completely makes you bound to repeat them. Okay? So it's that tightrope, right? You're walking on that tightrope between the two to create that balance. The key to the balance lies in your ability to transform failures into nuggets of improvement. Go back and do that better. This creates a tendency to get right back up every time you fall down. And, you know, again, I have an example from my own life. And um, I just kind of learned that this is my my MO. This is how I work. When I'm, when I'm taking on a huge new project, especially if it involves the expectations of others, and I'm not saying this is healthy, I'm just learning this about myself, that I can tell to get really, really, really stressed, and which causes more mistakes. But we're all going to make errors in judgment in new ventures and uh, new opportunities. And when we're learning newer and bigger and better things, we are going to make errors. And so what I'm teaching myself now is to build in that time for allowing, that time to accept that I'm not going to know it all and I'm not stupid for not knowing it all. And just be gentle with myself and to be able to separate from my mistakes and not worry about what others will think of me or what I think of myself, but to say I'm human, forgive myself, and ask myself what I can learn from that mistake and then regroup on it and how I can do it differently next time. Okay, so, but when you're nervous about making mistakes, you can't do that so well. So hopefully that example will help you to be more 
informed about what your MO is on things and, and how new things, what it takes for you to adjust to new ideas and new, you know, new things that you're bringing on into your life and business. People with high EQ can accept something spontaneously without expecting, um, can, can give, I'm sorry, something spontaneously without expecting anything in return. And it leaves a really powerful impression when you do that. And it's got to be genuine. You might have an interesting conversation with somebody about a book, for instance. And when you see them again a month later, you show up and you have that book in hand or you mail that book to them, whatever. Emotionally intelligent people build really strong relationships because they're constantly thinking of others, but not to the point of keeping themselves from achieving what they need to achieve for themselves. But building relationships in that way can help you to achieve what you need to achieve for yourself. Here's an important one. You're not somebody who holds grudges if you have a really high EQ. And again, remember, we bounce in and out of these. Sometimes it takes me a little longer to to forgive and forget than it does other times. But I, my friends tease me because I release and I forgive so quickly that I'll actually, um, until reminded, until I sit down and think about it, I'll actually what forget what the offending party did that that hurt me in some way. Okay, and and by hurt I don't necessarily mean emotional pain. I mean people who did things that were really kind of unacceptable behavior. So the negative emotions that come with holding a grudge are. A stress response. Remember that. They're nothing more than a stress response. Don't think that you're getting even with anybody else by hanging on to your grudge. Okay, so if your body goes into a fight or flight mode or the survival me- the survival mechanism that forces you to stand up and fight or run for the hills, when you think about this event that you're holding the grudge over, then you know that you know you need to let go. When the threat is imminent, this reaction, you know, it, 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 it is essential to your survival. You, you got to do that. But when it's ancient history, come on, it wreaks havoc on your whole body. It can have devastating health effects. And, you know, doctors will confirm that. That's not something I'm making up. In fact, there's research at Emory University that says holding on to stress contributes to high blood pressure and heart disease and other, other diseases. So let go of that stress. Let go of a grudge, not because necessarily it's easy, it, it will get easier, but to allow for better health, okay? So improve your health. It's like exercising and eating right. Let go of anger. Let go of grudges. It's really, really, really critical. So how are you doing on this EQ uh, quiz so far, folks? Really kind of sit down and assess how you're doing, and I'd love to hear from you. Just let me know. Thanks. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. 
After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that she gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler. Vivian McNinney, Friday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on toginet.com. Martha Sanchez, the host of the Mommy to Mogul radio show, empowering women to build a successful business, invites you to join her on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at the ripe age of five. She was already interpreting information in documents and instructions on forms for her immigrant parents. Now, through her experience and those of her guests, she provides you with valuable steps to empower you to reach financial independence. Martha A. Sanchez is a registered nurse with a Bachelor in Nursing and Master's of Business administration. She's a business coach, speaker, author, and CEO of Moss International, LLC. Her diverse work experience brings you expertise in areas essential to customer service, social media, and budgeting. The Mommy to Mogul radio show furthers her personal mission of empowering women to help them build successful businesses so they can reach financial independence. Join Martha Sanchez, the host of the Mommy to Mogul radio show, Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. So how are you ranking on this EQ scale? I bet many of you are doing really well. And here's how I know that because this show is called The Million Dollar Mindset. Okay. And so if you want to be here and you want to be learning and listening, then you probably have a pretty high EQ. So you're probably amongst those 36% who are up there with EQ. So I love you all. I love you. You know what? People with a high EQ don't seek perfection because they know it doesn't exist, right? Okay, so this is another sign that you have a high EQ. And, you know, we're all fallible. I was talking about that uh, before the break. When perfection is your goal, you're left with this nagging sense of failure that makes you want to give up or quit or reduce your effort or something or scream. So you you spend your time doing things that you shouldn't be doing, like, um, you know, beating yourself up. So be excited about what you've achieved and what you'll accomplish in the future, and it'll help you to to, uh, meet that goal of raising your EQ if you're not already there. People with high EQs also appreciate what we have. Taking the time to contemplate what you're grateful for, it's not just the right thing to do. It, it improves your mood, it changes your state, it, it boosts, it, it boosts um, your energy, and it reduces the stress hormone cortisol, that stress hormone, by 20%. Why? Because it changes your state. I said that earlier, right? It changes your state. And so 
when you review all the things that you're grateful for, your heart chakra just opens and you allow in the love. You're able to give the love. I'm serious. I'm not getting all woo-woo here. This is scientifically based, okay? And you can stop that cortisol download in its tracks, okay? Um, There was another research study done in California And they found that people who work daily to cultivate that attitude of gratitude, if you will, experienced improvement in mood, in their energy, and their physical well-being. And it will lower your cortisol uh, with a long-lasting effect of having lower cortisol if you practice this daily. And I can tell you, I, I... was thinking of this after I did my meditation last night of how peaceful and wonderful I felt uh, before bedtime because I was practicing my gratitude in the meditation and oh, you just feel so at peace. Now, you also disconnect. You take time off the grid like I did this weekend, okay? I was not out there um, taking emails and taking calls, even though they were coming in when I was enjoying my free time. I'll confess I was on Facebook, but it was only to post pictures of all the fun I was having, okay? You've got to keep your stress under control, and you love living in the moment, And, oh gosh, I watched a movie this weekend too. I can't believe the weekend was so wonderfully long. Oh, and I can't remember the name of it. I'm so sorry, but it was about this woman who who won, entered um, sweepstakes back in, in in the 50s and 60s. And she raised 10 children because she kept winning these things with sweepstakes and such. And she was on the way to some really important um something that was just really important in her life and the car broke down and her daughter who was driving her there her 16 year old daughter said mom why aren't you angry why don't you just get so mad blah 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 blah." and she said no because it's giving me an opportunity to sit here with my beautiful daughter and have this conversation and to live in the moment and I thought yeah that's the way we need to learn to look at things and I can't always do that but I sure do try so forcing yourself offline and and turning off your phone, I know, big gulp, <laughs> it gives your mind and body a break. And it's something as simple as turning off your email can lower stress. And you can do this. It's okay. Give yourself permission. So there are also the self-care things, okay? Um, limiting your calf caffeine intake and drinking a lot of water and um, you know caffeine triggers the release of adrenaline and adrenaline is that source of that fight or flight response that we talked about earlier okay it sidesteps that fight or flight mechanism it sidesteps rational thinking in favor of a faster response to ensure survival and this is great you know, if you're being chased by a dinosaur or a black bear nowadays, but not so great when you're responding to, you know, someone in text or email. You, oh, my gosh. On, on Friday, I was exchanging texts with someone who was talking about a very, very deep subject. And uh, I actually refused to answer them anymore because I know how misconstrued texts can be. And I was feeling a little bit um was I, yeah, maybe I was a little bit angry, but I was put off by something they had done uh, that really, really went across uh, my values. And, and, uh, and so don't 
Don't be tempted to do that. Don't respond to an email that upsets you or a text that, that could upset anyone. Um, get that fight or flight out of your system, and caffeine does contribute to that because it puts your brain and your body in this hyper-aroused state of stress, and your emotions are overrun by your behavior, okay? And it, it caffeine has this, like, long half-life that, keeps you this way because it takes its sweet little time working its way out of your body. It's not something you just pee out the next hour, okay? So caffeine is trouble. Keep it limited or don't use any at all. I want to make sure we get in this one because I have so many things from this this uh, research. It was just so so wonderfully concise and informative. Stopping negative self-talk. Whew. That's a killer, literally, because it raises your stress and stops you in your tracks. So the more you ruminate on negative thoughts, the more power you give them. So really negative thoughts are just that. They're just thoughts. They're usually not facts. They're fear-based. And they're things that we turn and, and ruminate on in our minds. And we turn over and over until they become big, hairy monsters. So when it feels like something always or never happens, this is just your brain's natural tendency to perceive threats, okay? So emotionally intelligent people separate their thoughts from the facts in order to escape that cycle of negativity and anxiety and to move to that positive and new outlook. And I'm pleased to say that this is something I was not um, always able to do, but that I have moved into being able to do quite well. And I'll tell you what, in, in the years that I've been mastering this, my life has been Oh, so much more beautiful and pleasant because I don't worry about things that could happen and I don't stress out about things that did happen. And it's a wonderful, wonderful place to be. It doesn't mean I care any less. Don't get that wrong. Don't confuse it with that because it does not. It means that you're going to be able to, to function at your highest state at all times. Also, going back to the self-care, you get enough sleep. People... Okay, so I have some business acquaintances who brag and some clients who brag about, sorry if any of you are listening, okay, but I tell you this to your face all the time. You brag about the number of hours that you work and that you don't ever, ever take a weekend off and that you get right back to work after dinner, okay? This isn't smart because after, I think it's, what, what is it, eight hours? After a 50-hour week, that's what it is. After a 50-hour week, we become, our productivity level is zero. Yeah. So work up to 50 hours, have at it. After that, know that you're not getting anything really constructive done. All right? So get past yourself. Get enough sleep. Give it up. People with high EQ know that their self-control, their attention, their memory all reduce when they don't get enough sleep. Their moods are affected. Okay? So make sleep your top priority. Priority. Ariana Huffington says that you should schedule your sleep time and then schedule everything else you do around it. And it is the one appointment you never ever, ever break. So don't ever let anyone take away or limit your joy. When your sense of joy um, is derived from the opinions of others, then you're no longer the master of your own happiness, right? So people with high EQs, emotionally intelligent people, feel good about something that they've done, and they don't let 
anyone else's opinions, snide remarks, passive-aggressive little uh, remarks, take it away from them. So you can't turn off your feelings or your reactions, but you don't have to compare yourself to others or to their expectations. Be who you are. I hope this helps. You know, the last one I can't really get around to too much, but limit limit the toxic people you hang out with. You know, try and get rid of those toxic people. Don't shoot your mother-in-law, okay? But you can limit how you spend time with her and how much time you spend with her. <laughs> All right. So I'm looking forward to next week's show. Amy poland Helper is going to be with us. And Amy is a labor and employment law attorney. And a lot of my clients often have questions about bringing on employees and, and versus contractors and things like this and how to handle situations at work. So if you have those kinds of questions, please send them to me at Marla at MarlaTabaka.com or go ahead and find me on Facebook and friend me. Um, don't send me a DM on Twitter because I get a lot of those that are just uh, auto DMs and they're just plain stupid, so I don't pay attention to them. <laughs> so, yeah, if you do an auto DM, please remove it. Your business coach, your on-air business coaching is telling you to remove your auto DM on Twitter because it does nothing but ticks people off. But I don't hold on to that because I have a very high EQ. (laughs) Are we having fun? Alrighty. So I sure do look forward to seeing you on Million Dollar Mindset next week, same time, same place. And over at Inc. 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 Magazine, right? Inc.com slash author slash Marla hyphen tobacco. And um, check out, please join me on the Summer Business Makeover program, summerbusinessmakeover.com. If you have any questions, please email me at Marla at MarlaTabaka.com and I'll be free to chat with you about it. And we want to get you into this program to get your business really, really revved up and to get a plan in place. It's been so lovely being with you here today. If I'm in your car or your office or in your ears while you're working out, whatever, it is an honor to be with you in this moment. And I sure do appreciate that you keep coming back for more. This is Marla Tabaka, marlatabaka.com. You're listening to Million Dollar Mindset Radio. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka on Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there... 